Have you ever thought of using drones for farming? Don't worry, we won't judge. <laughs> Let's park that thought for a second. Did you know drones played a huge role in assessing the damages of the landslide disaster that affected 10 different sites in Sierra Leone? We'll tell you how. This week, we bring you two drone kings, one from Sierra Leone and the other from Nigeria, and both are Tony Elumelu entrepreneurs. Welcome to the Tony Elumelu Foundation Audio Stories on Entrepreneurship in Africa. My name is Ndubisi Arenze Eze. I am uh, a class of uh, the class of 2016 uh, for the Tony Elumelu uh, uh, Foundation Entrepreneurship Program. And uh, my company is Aerial Industries. And what we do is we use uh, drones, we manufacture drones for the intensification of uh, mechanization in agriculture here in Africa. Hi, I'm Edmund Noni. I am a 2015 Tony Lumo entrepreneur. And my company is Track Your Build, and we use drones and satellites to um, provide data for infrastructure. So, and we see, when we first met, you were actually going off to China. buy drones from China. Excuse me, when did you make this shift to manufacturing drones? Right. Uh, a whole lot. We've done a lot of pivoting since uh, we last met. Um, uh, that was after the experience of going out, buying the drone, coming back, um, and flying for a couple when of months. Was this was in 2016, tail end of 2016. And um, so 2017, we flew. We were out in the, in the boonies with a lot of uh, local farmers. And we realized there were a few things that were not um, features that we needed that were in the drone. And there were also features that we needed that were not in the drone that we had. So we started developing, designing, going back and forth with that manufacturer to see whether we can get them to make those uh, versions that we needed. And we found that the price points were just getting worse and worse or not realistic for us. So at some point, we had to make that brave decision to make our own drones. So... We started doing our own manufacturing. Let's just turn to Edmund. Edmund, Track Your Builds is an extraordinary business. Yeah. Tell us about that business. Our journey is a bit similar to Indubisi's. Uh, um, and I had a conversation with him before I left uh, for Germany, uh, was it two weeks ago? Yeah. Yeah. And we talked about our trajectory and what we're looking to do in the construction space. Um, and in discussing with him the topic about developing our own drones came up. So we're also looking at doing that, developing end-to-end systems where we manufacture the drones ourselves, we process the data ourselves as well. Um, and then there are other add-ons that we see that the engineering sector needs, like tablets and um, microservers that will communicate with the tablets that we all want to have we want to have as a closed solution. Yeah, because you're both using drone technology in mm-hmm. different sectors. Mm-hmm. How are you using drones? So currently we're using drones to make infrastructure better. Um, the more data you have on a project, whether it's a road project or whether it's a building or a bridge, the better you're going to be able to implement that project and the better you're going to be able to extend the lifespan of um, that asset. One major problem we see in Africa is that everything else rests on there being the infrastructure that's needed for it to succeed. So you can't have an e-commerce company if when someone buys something and a delivery van is supposed to deliver that to your house, 
there is no road or the road isn't good enough for that van to get there efficiently. So there, there's a whole, there are so many things that we as Africa need to do simultaneously. But one major um, aspects that we don't have in place right now is the foundational infrastructure, the roads, the bridges, the telecommunications networks. All of these things need to happen for any other entrepreneurship and commerce to be successful. We met in Sierra Leone mm -hmm. just after the mudslide and I was blown away um, by how you had used your drone technology to support the UN operations there. Mm -hmm. Share with our audience what, what exactly you did. Surprisingly enough, it, we ended up doing it um, by chance. So we were already attached to the UN to help them have data on their projects that they're constructing in Sierra Leone. And then the landslide happened and they needed um, aerial assessment of risk to human life and they needed aerial assessment of the damage that had happened during the landslide. So they needed drones to go into areas where it was too dangerous for humans to go into and that's the service that we provided to give them an assessment of the disaster and all that they would use to decide if they needed to move communities away um, from the area and to what extent do they need to relocate people, um, as well as um, there were new, so aside from the main landslide sites, there were nine other sites. So within those nine other sites, they also needed to make assessments so they would know those other areas in the city, what and needed to be done, and that's what, what we did. did. Yeah. And what impact did it have? It had a huge impact. Um, saved lives. Saved, yeah. Um, we helped them make decisions around, like, uh, around relocating people at the main site where there was the most amount of danger. We also helped them make decisions around allocating resources. So there were these nine sites, but they needed to decide where to um, put the most attention and with the limited resources that were on the ground, where to direct both um, search and rescue teams and support teams and logistics. Um, as well as um, uh, food and other types of um, interventions. So our risk, uh, the data that we supply to them enable them to decide how to allocate resources. Amazing. But, you know, the two of you here are two drone kings of Africa. Really, for me, what's really fantastic out of this is, you know, here are two entrepreneurs, from one from Sierra Leone, one from Nigeria, both from two different years, have now are looking at ways of working together. What's the common area that brings you together and what do you hope will come out of this um, relationship, partnership? A ton. Um, I, I, I was really excited. I, I heard about him while I was in Germany. Um, and they, uh, the guys in Germany had recommended that I go look out for a guy called Edmund. And he had done so much great work. I'm hearing about the humanitarian stuff now. There's a whole lot of other stuff that he's done and accomplished that he's not even talked about that they talk about there in Germany. He's like, you got, yeah, he is. So, so they, they, they kept saying, you have to meet this guy, you have to meet this guy. They had met him in, Ch in, in Kenya. Um, so we started talking, and then I realized that we had a lot in common. Um, not only uh, just the idea of just using drones and, you know, using some cool stuff and flying around and showing off, but more to make an impact. He, he was driven by using technology in a completely different way. 
So, and that's my, my, that's my drive too. I, I'm focused squarely on agriculture. I think that's where I want to be for the next five to seven years building the company. Uh, but I also have, I love the fact that he's a guy who's in real estate. Uh, other areas that we're interested in, like mining and exploration, I think we're going to also visit down there. So you're clearly being really successful. Are you now employing, you know, what are the numbers of, what job, numbers of jobs that you've created? the revenues that you're generating, are you sustainable or are you, you know, and are you also beginning to now raise capital from other sources? Mm. Um, so we are fully operational in Sierra Leone and in Nigeria, I've been in Lagos since the 10th of January, um, trying to uh, set up the company. Um, I have a business partner here who she's been very, very instrumental in um, us organizing ourselves here. In Sierra Leone, we have uh, five permanent staff and 15 associates who work on a project-by-project project basis. And Nigeria, I think we're definitely going to be much bigger in Nigeria than we are in Sierra Leone. Some Why? of the Because of the scale of what the clients here that we're talking to are doing. Um, so there's one client that uh, in Sierra Leone the equivalent uh, company that we're talking to had 300 assets that they wanted us to um, monitor. And then the same type of client in Nigeria that we're talking to now has uh, over 15,000 of that same assets. Wow. So the amount of employment that we can get if we close that client will be, will be huge. Would you have considered coming, moving your business to Nigeria had if you hadn't gone through the Tony Lulu Foundation Entrepreneurship Program? No, because I had no knowledge or experience with Nigeria whatsoever. That is incredible. So, the, you know, the value of the program was that intra-Africa, mm. um, helping you to build that knowledge and, and, and relationships. Huh? Share with us, you know, some of the personal stories of how you've really changed farmers through your drone technology. Okay, I'll share a couple of quick stories. Um, first one is a, a guy by the name CY. Um, CY is a farmer in the East, uh, one of our first beta clients, as a matter of fact. CY had been farming pretty much all his life. When he started farming, it was just him, his wife, and his two sons. Uh, but his sons are grown now, and they care a little about agriculture. So they packed up and they moved out here to Lagos, actually, the big city, the big life. Um, so but every year, once the first rain has fallen, CY has to go out there with his machete and uh, cutlass and his hoe, and he'll till the soil, clear the fields, uh, and then sow the seeds himself, and then spend the next 96 to 110 days, uh, you know, nurturing these crops until harvest. It is a very daunting task for a, a, one man and his, his wife. So two years ago, well, about five years ago, he decided to entertain the idea of mechanization, so using tractors and all that. But to get one of the tractors to his farm, um, a round number by the time he pays for getting the tractor, putting it on the low belts, paying for uh, diesel, and uh, paying for the driver and the conductor, it rounds up to about, in dollars, about $350. This is money that most of these farmers really don't have. So to, um, in 2016, he became our first beta client. After I came back from China, he was the guy that I ran to, and um, we supported his farm. He made an increase of about 40% in crop wow. yield which he had never seen before, right. 
So what so, did you do exactly? So, so what Please. we did primarily was we optimized. Um, he was able to drop the amount of uh, chemicals that he was buying uh, because we did an optimized application for him. So we did all the aerial dispersal for fertilizer. We did his... Uh, when you it was sprayed the fertilizers correct. using your drones. Using the drones, yes. Uh, so we did the, the crop spraying um, for the fertilizer, the um, uh, herbicides, pesticides, and fungicides as well. And uh, we didn't do seeding for him, but uh, he still, we can do seeding as well. So, uh, so he made a, an in, insane, um, uh, uh, it completely changed his life. Unfortunately, last year, 2017, I couldn't support him as much, but he came on board becoming one of our first pilots. Now he wants to actually take this to the you other people it. in his com community, yeah. yeah. Um, and another quick story, real quick one, is uh, one of the times, because every time that I have to take the drone, I go to the communities, I go when they are having a gathering. So they you know, gathering as cooperatives. Sometimes the banks come out, um, and some of their village heads, their, their leaders, and they sit in a, a room and they have their town hall meetings, if you want to call it that. And then I come in with my drone. Oftentimes I come in, I put the drone down, they're like, what the hell is this? It's like a little toy. Yeah, no, it's a big machine. I have an industrial, it's a quite a massive one. So they have no clue what it is. And then I sit there and then they finish their arguing and debates and all that. And then I try to, I, give, I, I get a five minute chance to invite them to come outside because I want to do a presentation. Reluctantly, they drag their feet, they come, start coming out. Some of them are still in the room. By the time I take the drone out, put it down, turn it on, and it lifts off the ground. Uh, it's a showdown. It's uh, it, the whole, uh, even people that were actually just walking by start gathering and I have a big circle around me. And then I take the, the uh, that's what one particular incident also happened in Arca in the east. I took the remote and I put it in the, into the hand of the guy who was standing right next to me. Never seen anything like this. So I showed him, I told him to push the, the uh, throttle forward. He pushed it and the thing went zzz forward and I said pull it back and it went and the whole place just went nuts right so in the end I then there's a lever there that you could turn on and it will start sprinkling I had water in it so I had him I, I just uh, you know turned the switch and it started sprinkling and they just went nuts so I put this thing down and immediately I had everybody and the guys that were in the in the hall that didn't care initially were all out I emptied that whole place out and it was a great spectacle but the best part of it was after people started coming around and they asked questions and I started explaining and they started coming out with all kinds of use cases. So you mean that if I had this thing last year when I had this, uh, you know, this infestation that you mean that we could have used this thing to, oh, you mean that when that we had, so there was all kinds of stories that were coming up, things that we didn't even think about before. So we started taking notes or oh, we could also help here, we could also help there. But the best part for me was when a guy tapped me on the shoulder and I turn around and it's this old man and he was like, this thing is what could bring my sons back. So it took me immediately back to the so CY, right? And he was, you could see it, he was emotional because his sons had also, he has a farm as well. And, it, and this is a common thing that happens in the rural communities where uh, the old men are not getting any younger and they have to feed themselves. They still have to find a way to cater and make things happen. But the sons, the kids are leaving. So the youth workforce don't see any reason to still stay in the rural communities. So they move to the big cities. So that was what my big takeaway for that. That one, but those, yeah. So I have many, many such very touchy stories. That 
you know, just hearing your story, both of your stories, you know, in Sierra Leone and yours, that's what gives this technology a heart, yeah? Otherwise, you know, African entrepreneurs in Africa, I mean, right now it feels like you can't afford to be having toys for the sake of toys, yeah? I mean, I always say apps, you know, they don't plow the land. Yeah. When you mentioned drones, I said, this guy's crazy. <laughs> you know, how is he going to help farmers? But hearing your story, this is what's going to bring my sons back to yeah. the farm is just magic. It's just magic. Yeah. Um, I'd love you to share your takeaways from the program and how those, whatever the knowledge and the skills and the relationships that you met, built, how they are still... Um, supporting you in your businesses? Um, I definitely the main takeaway for me would be the pan-Africanism um, and the access to other people from other places in Africa and all those different ideas. Um, so this year, I was selected to be the hub lead for Sierra Leone. So one of the things that I did was I created a Facebook page and a WhatsApp group so that people could ask questions about their um, application. They could take screenshots of areas where they're having issues with, and I could explain, um, I could help them figure out how to, um, how to word certain sections. What ended up happening, interestingly enough, was the link for that WhatsApp group was shared somewhere in Nigeria. And then we ended up with about 200 Nigerian applicants in the group as well, trying to also getting um, assistance and information. And it was fine because, you know, the original group name was um, TEF Salon Sierra Leone Applications. But then we had all these very interesting contributions from Nigerian applicants. And um, initially, someone else uh, messaged me privately and said, um, you know, originally this was the intention for this group. Is is it okay that the intention has, has shifted? And I said, of course it's okay. I'm in the first place. The person who has created this program is a Nigerian who's offering opportunities to Sierra Leoneans. So, like, th there is nothing wrong with um, this kind of inclusivity that has happened. Um, yeah, and then within the group, we saw a couple of other people from a few other countries as well. So, um, that feeling that Africa is becoming one and that our stories are all interconnected to each other and our, my success um, is, a success of, is, an, is a success for all of us or anyone else's Indubisi's success is my success as well. That is something that the platform has ingrained in all of us and I think that's a real gift that is going to spark the revolution that needs to happen on continent for us to, to develop. So there's, there's going to be only a 1,000 selected out of this. Okay, so I want to talk to the guys that, that may not make it. Don't give up is all I have to say. I, if I could just say only that and end it there. But don't give up because the 12 weeks, if you don't, don't make it in 2018, 20, there's 2019, you have how many more years? Seven more years or so uh, to keep trying because that, those 12 weeks could be the game changer for you to be able to build a foundation for your business. I am saying this, having had a chance to work for a few good years abroad and then coming back and getting the chance to do this thing with Tony, the Tony, Tony Elamildo Foundation uh, Entrepreneurship Program. So yeah, stay focused, 
learn what you have you can if you can find other whatsapp groups or facebook pages where people can show you and teach you how to maybe tweak um, your application for the next round do that wow what an amazing conversation i really wish you both amazing luck and you know good luck in your own individual businesses but i'm so very but you know we in the foundation are very very excited about the partnership that's emerged between a Sierra Leonean yep. entrepreneur and a Nigerian yep. entrepreneur. Go for it. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah.